The message you're about listening to was preached at Restoration Worship Center, a youth church of the redeemed Christian Church of God. It is our prayer that as you listen, the Lord will bless you. Youth, true is to do within 11 years. And I believe we are just starting. Amen. God will take us farther and farther in the name of Jesus. Psalm 118 verse uh, 10. I'll read to verse 17. It's a long reading, but just follow me. Psalm 118 verse 10. All nations surround me. All nations compass me about. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. I want you to put your name there and say, In the name of Jesus, all nations surround me about. But in the name of Jesus, I, Omoyele, will destroy them. He said, They compass me about. Yea, they compass me about. But in the name of the Lord, I will do what? I will destroy them. They compass me about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of thorns. In the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Thou hast trust me so. Thou hast trust so at me that I might fall. But the Lord has helped me. The Lord is my strength and song and is become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Lord, I ask you to breathe upon this word. You will cause it to do the work you have sent it in the name of Jesus. I pray God that these people, you will cause impact to be felt in their life and destiny and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. So I want to share a message Wow, wow, wow. Can we please celebrate one of the choice God's general? Amen. Pastor is the regional, I think, youth pastor for Region 1. Can we please celebrate our beloved man of God? You are welcome, sir. You are welcome, sir. You are welcome, sir. Can we please celebrate? Pastor, come forward, sir. Come forward, sir. Come forward, sir. How many of us know this great man of God? I know several of us. We know him. Amen. You are welcome, sir. That is Pastor Tosin. Amen. Pastor Tosin is doing wonderfully well. Amen. Uh, God is a builder. Amen. And God has used him to build one mighty structure in Moe area of uh, Ogo State Youth Church. When you get there, you look up like this. Amen. I was there, I both ran and I said, wow, 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 wow. God bless you, sir. You are welcome, sir. We appreciate you. Hallelujah. The Bible says, I want to share a message that I tied to the grace for dominion. Amen. Or the grace to be an overcomer. The name of the pastor of this church is Shegun. Amen. And when you talk about Shagun, you means that you are con- you are a conqueror. Amen. So God wants to extend the same grace to every member of this church, no matter the battle of life that come against you. God of heaven will grant you victory in the name of Jesus. 
Now, I want to quickly, I'll, the message will be so short because of our time now. One thing I want you to know about your life and destiny is this. Anytime God pronounces anything concerning your life, the enemy is alert. Amen. Bible says in the book of, I think, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, it said, Great and effectual door is open unto me. He said, But there are many what? Adversaries. So when God wants to do something into, in your life, the first thing is that He will announce it to you. Amen. And anytime God announces it, the enemy rises up immediately to frustrate the plan of God and the purpose of God for your life. When God said, 400 years, I will deliver them. And the time that Moses was born, there are spiritual programmings. Amen. Not only in God, but also in the kingdom of darkness. So that any time the word of God is said, the enemy has a program plan through which to abort it. But the mistake enemy always makes is if he succeeded, is only on a temporary basis. Amen. Because God will always be true. Every other circumstance will always be a lie. If God has said you are going to carry your baby, I don't care how many miscarriage you have had. This season, it will stay in the name of Jesus. I don't know the person I'm sending that word to. That pregnancy will stay this time around. In the name of Jesus. Something about the way God used me to minister. I may not be giving word of knowledge, but pick any of the word I said. It's been sent to somebody. So anytime God said he wants to do something in your life, the first thing you will notice is there will be opposition. Amen. And if care is not taken, most of the people will be in the space of marking time. How many of us have gone for NYSE here? Amen. During the NYSE days, there's what is called a March, uh, March Pass. Even in secondary and primary schools, for some of us that goes to, you know, public school. Not uh, nursery and primary. You know what I'm talking about. You will go through what is called March Pass. There's enough big field. Uh, yellow house, red house and when you are marching maybe you are almost close to another group that is marching in the front they will give you an order, they will call it mark time, amen but some of us who don't know what is the meaning, we just know that you just hear time, amen maybe march time, no, what they are saying is mark time, when they ask you to mark time, what they are telling you is that you should be making motion but don't make progress Mark time. You'll be doing like this as if you are still marching. But you must not leave the same spot. There are forces that want you to mark time. You are making progress. I mean, you are making movement. You are making effort, but it's not yielding to progress. Brothers are coming two months, three years. They break your heart. You are back to square one. You are marking time. Amen. You get job, you do it for some time, they ask you to stop. You go back to square one. You try again, another one come, you come back to square one. You try again, that is marking time. That is not progress. Amen. Not every movement leads to displacement. And not every movement leads to progress. How many of us were alive when this stone tape uh, maybe very ooh, uh, you, that big city I'm not talking about uh, compact. 
That big one. Ah, are you single? <laughs> God must deliver you. Maybe it's maybe he saw it as a relic. Amen. You know that big okay CD. Or some of us can relate also to CD. You know it will be that one. It will be playing. And at the time you will get to a place, maybe the CD is not too good. It will hook there. You'll be hearing Anja de Loloni Ele Duma. Suddenly you hear Anja de Anja de Anja de. It's playing, you know. But it's on a spot. We call it broken record. Your life will not be a broken record. Your life will not be a broken record. Your life must move forward. Now let me say this to us. It is not enemy that is a problem. Because oftentimes we think the reason why we are not making progress is because there are forces against us. That is true. But that is one side of the truth. The other side of the truth is that you can have as many enemies that you want to have, but if you have the capacity to deal with them, you will still make progress. David said, the nations surround me. He now repeated it. He said, yes, truly, I'm not joking. The person that was saying that became king, amen, over Judah, some years later, they anointed him king over Israel. He got the vision of kingship at 17. Amen. As a small boy, teenager. He could not become king until he became, I think, 30 in Judah. When he became 40, they anointed him king in Jerusalem. Now, for a period of 13 good years. Is it 13 years? Yeah. 13 plus 17 is how much? 30. This guy was just moving in the wilderness doing this and as he was doing that God was building his capacity but one thing he noticed in his life is that no matter how big the enemies are, God always gave him victory. Am I speaking to somebody? So I want you to know that all those people in your family that think they can stop you, that thinks they can make you to remain stagnant because anytime you bring husband to the home you show them that is the end. I have a lady I met some years back. She was around 42 or thereabout. By now, she should be in close to 50. She said that anytime she is into a relationship, maybe two years, she will dream and see a old woman in the dream. And anytime she sees that old woman, she knows that that relationship will come to an end. Said so mysteriously. The guy will just walk away. You will not hear about him again. At times, some small quarrel will happen and that will be the end. Some, there won't be any quarrel. Only for her to just have that dream. So the enemy has made her life like a broken record. Somebody in her 30s, she has been entering relationship two years, three years, five years. The one that paid her most, I think, back as he said seven years. The enemy will not waste your time. In the name of Jesus. So some of us, when we are in school, we have this big dream. I'll feed the whole world. Amen. Everyone that refuse to support my academic. How many of us are still very arrogant like that? So I asked for money they didn't give me. When I finish and I start working in a big place. How many of us had that kind of dream that I work in a big place after school? Now fast forward, have you been working in a big place? Amen. Today, God will give you strength. 
it will give you speed one thing about life is that god will not allow god will not say you god will not exonerate you from challenges of life amen all this i don't want enemy if you don't want enemy the quickest way is to die as long as you want to aspire to move forward in life enemy will fight you not because your friend them is a law if you don't have opposition on your way to progress then you are not in existence you are not making progress how many of us does physics here i'm not a physics student you you are science student there's something they call when you, law of inertia amen they say every action and reaction is what equal and opposite and they were trying to show us that when you are on a fast lane you are running in a, uh, let's say let's say um, your car if your speed is slow and you bring out your hand what do you notice you feel the breeze Abby, passing through your hand but increase your speed very high put the same hand out what happened eh the initial one what happened you feel the breeze the other one what happened it wants to break your hand backward it shows that your car is contending with higher force to stop it but the reason why the higher force cannot stop your car is because there's something within that car that is propelling the car to move faster and the faster the speed the, 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 the stronger the opposition but the car is not feeling it you are not feeling it because you are inside the car and that car makes sure that you cannot be stopped the only thing that can stop you is when the engine is stopped or when you say okay the car you put it in a gear and park but as long as you accelerate no matter the force that wants to stop you they, I mean, in plane, and people that do aerodynamics, they will tell you that one of the friends of aircraft and his enemy is the wind. Amen? Because when it's about why do you think that the plane will first run before it takes off? Because there's gravity. Amen? The gravity said you cannot fly. And God said this year in redeem you will fly. I prophesy over somebody you will fly. Either graffiti like it or not, you will fly. So there's what is called graffiti that wants to say you will not fly. Beyond that, there's what is called friction. Amen. There's what is called, you know, they want you to be on the same spot. That is the law of life. Every object assumes what? A state of rest. Stay, don't move. So if you now want your destiny to move, you are inviting what? enemy, everybody say enemy I'm not talking about spiritual, I'm talking about science when your plane is on a spot there's no enemy, that is how it should be, every object what? assume a state of rest, but immediately you want to move it the law of graffiti comes to play the law that says that this thing should not move, come to play and you now need to begin to move it mechanically. Amen? So when you are moving it mechanically, it starts running. Start running. As it's running, you must make sure that it runs with speed. In such a way that when it's going up, it goes up with what? With speed. 
and when you are doing that the forces of nature begin to contend with that play to the extent that it must remain this is not how it should be remain, remain, remain but as he's doing that the pilot knows that all he needs to do is keep at that speed in such a way that the plane becomes light some of us that you are a rough driver amen you know some of us we have not married you don't have out children that is looking after you your uncle give you a car go and buy something for me you look for where the road is straight amen you not carry one girlfriend beside you you want to show your speed you know when you start the car will be moving moving but it gets to a point when you travel in a long distance and the road is clear what happened to the car it looks like it's as if he wants to fly because your speed as at that time is going to heaven or hell fire praise God because the car said as at this rate the air is beginning to do what to move this car so when the plane achieved that level of speed when you lift it up mechanically or with whatever instrument they have it starts to fly amen and it gets to a level it begins to enjoy rest no more stress things were just working you will get to that realm but how to get to that realm is what I want to show you there will be forces that will resist your progress so don't think because I want to make progress God will make sure that I will not have enemy you will have it that is why David said they surround me like bee most of us in village we know what his bee is all about when they surround you you run amen when you see being mm, coming, you do what? You pick race. But David said, they surround me like bee. Yet, in the name of the Lord, I was able to conquer them. How was he able to achieve it? I want to show you the key to subduing opposition. To your destiny. People that say you will not marry. People that say you will not get job. People that say this health condition will not go. Even if you go to hospital, they give you drug. It seems as if you are okay to relapse. They are joking because they will not stop you from coming to this service today. They've lost the battle. I said they've lost the battle. So when David said that in the name of the Lord I will destroy them, how did he do it? Psalm 89. Psalm 89 quickly. That's the second scripture and we're going to pray now. Psalm 89. If you are in Psalm 89, say thank you Jesus. Okay. If you are not there, say, wait for me. Psalm 89. I read verse 19 and verse 20. Okay, I read verse 20 because of time. Verse 21, verse 22, and verse 23. Psalm 89, verse 20, 21. To 23. I have found David. This is God speaking. My servant, with my holy oil, have I anointed him. With whom what? My hand shall be established. My arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy, verse 23, 22. The enemy shall not exert upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I will do what? Verse 23. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. 
Say in the name of Jesus. As from today. Anyone that hates me. Will be plagued. Anyone that hates me. Will be plagued. So there is a grace that God put upon people. Or there is an anointing of God on people's life. That make warfare easy. Amen. If you don't carry that grace. You can't do some stuff. I was saying some things yesterday here and I said it in the morning witches and the rest and some people cannot say it if you say it you will die Amen. because there is something that God plays on people it's called anointing everybody say anointing some years back God wanted to show me how this thing works I was still a small boy in my father's house I should be around 19 I gave my life to Christ around 18 plus I didn't understand much about Christianity, about how to grow spiritually, but I knew after 18 plus, I received a call into ministry in my father's room. God called me to ministry there. I didn't know how God, but that was the first time I would hear God speak audibly. And fast forward, a year later, one of my nephew that stayed with us, a small girl, she should be around maybe 13 or 14, I can't remember did something funny and I, I need to reprimand her I, I reprimand her so I, I reprimanded her, I beat her because she was rude to somebody that was an elderly person that came to buy something from us and I didn't know that was my offense amen so a week later I realized that I want to stand up from the bed as usually in the morning, I couldn't stand that I didn't even know prayer, the importance of I wanted to stand. I couldn't stand. I, I felt a sharp pain somewhere in my tender here. Deep down within. I wanted to lift my leg. The pain was so sharp. So I thought, oh, maybe it was dislocation. It will go with time. Before afternoon, I had grown like skeleton. So they took me to hospital, a private hospital. I was there for six days. They were buffing me on bed, giving me pap to take. I lost appetite and the doctor did all they could. They couldn't see what is the sickness. So the doctor said, well, take him home. Have this antibiotic. Let him be using. So when I was about getting home, the small girl that I beat, amen, had also grown lean. I was about dying. If you see her, she was like skeleton. Very fat, robust a girl. And she was gasping for breath. And the only thing she was saying is, I will confess, I will confess, I will confess. They said, What? Said, I'm the one that was responsible for what happened to Bodanika. Said, Ah, you? What did you do? What happened? He said, He beat me. So, what did you now do? He said, I padlock his leg. Where is the leg? He said, It's in the coven. Now, for me to know she's not lying, amen. They said, where is your coven? She mentioned a place in my town, like an area. And people that knows my town know that that place, which is they fly in the daylight, that is like their headquarters where they have meetings. They said, what happened? He said, he beats me. And I've been looking for how to get him. He said, I find it difficult to get him. Amen. He said, but until one day, I realized he couldn't pray that night. So I was able to 
get him. So when I say people can hack your system, I'm talking from experience. Amen. So they said, okay, how will you go there and bring his leg back? He said he doesn't have power again. They should just help her. He does, she doesn't want to die. This is a small girl that around eight, eight years, she came to stay with us. She grew in her house. So there is no small snake. Every snake carries venom. What build resistance between you and them is the grace you carry, which is the anointing. So my parents realized that they can't help the matter. This girl can't go and bring the leg. Praise God. And this is their son dying. The doctor could not do anything. And I believe God used that to bring salvation to my, my father. Because my father as a, uh, was a re- police officer at that time. He attended Anglican. He's a religious man. Bagang, bagang, bagang. In the morning, we we'll do prayer. In the night, we we'll do bagang, bagang prayer. We we'll go to church. But in the cupboard, there is this the one they tie here, the one they tie there, you know, African insurance. So, <laughs> praise God. God needs to showcase him that you need to be serious. So, some people tell him that you can't look at this boy like this without you hear the person that did him. Amen. Allow me to use English, African English. You better do something. So they went to go and meet one other list in my town. That one came with his ring. He touched me. He did whatever. They went. I didn't know what my father gave to him. They asked him to buy some stuff. After that, he gave them some concussion and gave them this, that this one, you will use it to bath. You will drink this. You will do this. So my father came and uh, had a small peace conference with me. And I fear that man. Amen? Because he's an anointed bitter. So he said, don't tell me you're a Christian. <laughs> so we, we born you into Christianity. Your father and your mother, we are all Christian. Nobody will look at his son like this. We will not show pity. So we have bought something that they will, at least they didn't ask us to come and bow down to one uh, idol. You know, he tried to paint it so that I'll see it as a normal that. So don't tell me you won't use it. Something you have already bought. So if you are not going to use, tell me now. I didn't talk. So, so you will use it, you will use it. And uh, so he left. Later, brethren came to visit me in the evening. They were in my house. They brought the thing. I told them they should take it away. I, I'm not interested. I'm, I'm not going to use. So they took it away. My father came back in the evening. So the first thing he did was to go to the backyard and ask, Hope you have done what I asked you to do. They said, Yes. Hope you have given it to him. They said, He has not taken it. He said, What? He shouted. So we are like, What is this rubbish? He was shouting and the whole house was vibrating. I did something for him to do. You would not give him. The, he thought they are the one that didn't give me. So he said, Go and bring it. He entered to my room. He saw my brethren. He said, All of you, excuse us. Get out of the room. Oh yeah, bring it. Oh yeah, take this thing and use it now. Ha! This is a man I have. I fear like devil. I've never disobeyed him in my life. I was shaking because I don't know where the slap will come from. So, but I was just praying. I said, God, you know I don't want to disobey this man. So I said, Sir, 
my, I will be okay. He said, I'm not saying you are not going to be okay. Take this thing now. I, I was shaking. I said, I'll, I'll be okay. He said, shut. Oh yeah, give it to him. He gave it to me. It was in my hand. So yeah, drink it. I refused. I was holding it. He said, I said, you should drink it. I didn't answer. He now said, you disobey me, your father. I withdraw my hands from your matter from today. And he bolted out of my room, told my mom what I have just done. The whole family turned against me. But that was the week I stood up on my feet. Supernaturally. And when my father saw that, he went to go and pack all his Jankari war, all the African insurance, and make covenant with God that they will never add anything to Jesus anymore. And anytime I had some major crisis, we say, The God that delivers you, amen. We ourselves we know that you can't walk. That we make covenant with God, we won't use anything again. And what was it? There is a grace on the life of a man, no matter anybody that. Fa- that was when I didn't even know anything. Amen. He said, I can't penetrate because there is a force around you. So you can't just live your life or chance. You need to be fortified. Everybody say fortified. But he said, But Pastor, I am born again. Yes, you are born again. I have Holy Spirit. You have Holy Spirit. You can have Holy Spirit and die like chicken. Am I talking to somebody? There's a need for you to connect grace for long life. Long life doesn't just jump on people. There are instruments to long life. One of it is obey your father and your mother so that it shall be well with you so that you can do what? Live long. So it has condition. And there's a grace that can come over a man that no matter what the enemy does, you won't get him. That anointing was released on David. And that was why he said, they, they surround me like bee. But in the name of the Lord, I will do what? I will destroy them. He's so sure. Because Saul has tried him. Saul was not an ordinary man. He's a man that is trained in warfare. So D- David was with him. Devil came upon Saul. He looked at David and he took javelin. He threw it at him at a close distance. A force took the javelin away. He tried again. He tried again. Bible says Saul became to be afraid of David. That there, there's something around this boy. Shoot him. The bullet will go away. Something is protecting him. I want you to stand up on your feet. That thing will come upon you today. And as from today, anyone that stand against your destiny, they will fall in the name of Jesus. I said anyone that stand against your destiny will fall in the name of Jesus. You are going to pray one prayer and men of God will stand at strategic position. The prayer is this, God anoint me with grace of a conqueror. Amen. Grace of a conqueror, grace of an overcomer. Because some of us, when you want to go and marry, you are taking a dangerous step. Pastor Obaro told us of a case. A lady preparing for marriage. They've done everything, done canceling. They just say, okay, let's buy two things in Ojuelegba. I think Pastor remember. And as she was about crossing to buy the car, cleared him. Ha. And that was the end. You can't marry dead now. 
But there's a grace in this house. You will marry. The enemy that surrounds you, they will be quenched. In the name of Jesus. Anyone that fights against Restoration Worship Center will die in the name of Jesus. And when I mean Restoration Center, I mean anyone that fights against you will die in the name of Jesus. So I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive grace of a conqueror. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray. Lord, let the anointing of a conqueror, let the anointing of an overcomer, let it come heavily upon me in the name of Jesus. Let that anointing come upon me heavily. The anointing of an overcomer, let it come upon me in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon me in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon me in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon me in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon me in the name of Jesus. Let the anointing of an overcomer. Let it come upon me. 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 In Jesus' name, we are praying. When I was in Ibadan, I used to have a daughter, um, one of my church members. She has been delayed in marriage and things like that. One day we are doing something like this. And I anointed her. And she went home. And uh, the following day, they said, Pastor, something strange happened. I said, what? He said, when I got home, I greet my mom. My mom turned her eyes. She would not look at my face. She said she thought she was... Uh, she went, Mommy, ah, monkey. He said, no, no, don't touch me. Don't touch me. I said she was avoiding her. He said later, I said, who told you I'm the one that was doing you? He said, ah, did I mention anything? <laughs> Amen. He said, Pastor, could it be that my mom is behind? I said, I don't know. Praise God. You can't put me into trouble. Amen. But she got the message. Anyone after today's anointing that says you will not move forward, the thunder of heaven will strike them dead. I said the thunder of heaven will strike them dead. So I want you to pray one more time. Lord, let grace of an overcomer. Let it come upon me. Let it come upon me. Fire this anointing. Lord, we bless it. We command the fire of God to rest upon this emblem in the name of Jesus as it touches your head. Let that fire begin to preserve you in the name of Jesus. Let it begin to preserve you in the name of Jesus. Pray, 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 pray. We have less than two minutes to do this. We have less than two minutes to pray that prayer. Somebody will come. They will place the anointing on your head. And your life will be preserved. Anyone that touch you, we go for it in the name of Jesus. All the servant of God, can you come forward to be anointed? Let's pray and say, God, let your heart of fire come upon me in the name of Jesus. Lord, 
over you by this anointing anyone that fights you will die in the name of Jesus anyone that fights your life God will fight them anyone that fights your health God will fight them anyone that fights your destiny God will fight them Anyone that fights your marriage and finances, God will fight them. Anyone that fights your day of joy, your marital life, your wedding day, God of heaven will fight them. Anyone that fights your fruitfulness, God of heaven will fight them. Against opposition, this year you will fly. 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 God said to Moses, He said, Why are you crying unto me? Tell the children of Israel, though there is opposition against them, tell them to go forward. I stand on this exalted altar. I hear the scripture in my hearing. Whatever force that have defied solution resisting your progress by this anointing today we push you forward in the name of Jesus I command that power to give way Bible said rest he saw it and fled Jordan was driven back mountain skips like ram whatever constitutes Jordan resting mountain in your life we command them to give way in the name of Jesus. This year, mark my word, this year 2021, you will marry. This year, you will get a new job. This year, you will relocate. This year, you will dedicate your baby. This year, you will build your house. This year, you will dedicate your house. This year, you will dedicate your car. This year, you will relocate. In the name of Jesus. If you believe that, celebrate Jesus. Celebrate him, celebrate him. We hope you've been blessed through this message. We are open for further information, counseling, and prayers through these numbers. 0802-358-6267 or 09095. Five eight one three five five.